like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... It's go time for the podcast. Everybody, tune in to the Booze and Brews show. I like how we're ready to go. Melly takes the biggest yawn. She's already bored with our own you show. You had it with this show. And guys, what you love is yawning. You is love sleeping. Real, um, podcast mom is boring. not ready for the weekend. <laughs> no, my weekend is over and I'm not even ready for it to begin again. I just need a nap apparently sleepy Everybody gals does. do you know who doesn't need an app more like the <laughs> booze and snooze podcast yeah. am i right uh, get out bow bars get up bars <laughs> anyway i'm going back to my excellent transition you know who doesn't need an app who doesn't need an app the people who died on the diet love path <laughs> no because they're in forever sleep they did they super duper did yeah and according to some scientists uh actual reason for their death may finally it's been discovered been discovered solved it's it's been explained air quotes you don't buy it no i don't i don't what are you some kind you some kind of dialogue past scientist well no she's also a yetiologist so clearly that's what happened it was a yeti yes a radioactive yeti are you sure it was Okay, well, what what about their evidence do you not agree with? So they say okay. it was a slavalanche. Okay. They say it's a slavalanche. They say that it, like, came down slow because yep. of the wind, and everyone's complaining about the wind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And some people were more injured because they were sleeping on their skis, yep. so it, like, made a hard surface for the the snow to hit. So this and hit then them, and then they hit skis. This all sounds very trauma. convincing. I and like they, this exclamation, and explanation. They it makes sense. Snow science from Frozen to figure it out. They did. And then the less snow science ones, from Frozen. Yeah, they, I don't know this. How like the snow was um, because the snowflakes they fall so realistically in Frozen, and then scientists went, oh. You, we should use that to like see if that's actually if a slavalanche could happen. Yeah, if the snow fell in the way so that used, it did. They in used frozen. Disney's snow simulation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They yes, did. they did. And it solved. So no yeti. Well, Disney. did they use? Did they should use our active uh, radioactive yeti simulation and maybe do a little compare and contrast? No, I think they okay. might be shocked by the answers. There are articles. They try to explain it. Here are my big issues i'll let go of the like people were missing eyes and tongues and give it up to scavengers yes that's fine yep i'll accept eyes, that. that's fine eye and tongue hungry scavengers where yeah, i don't yeah, I, bears i'm not willing to oh okay that meant, they're in the well, ma- russian that, mountains but like wolves bears. eat things asshole first so it doesn't make any sense that they would just no. eat your mouth it's been a hot minute since i did the diet love pass on this show which mm-hmm. is why i know so much about it my memory true um that's why you knew so I, much about it then but so little about it now <laughs> i think the girl who was missing her eyes and her tongue was face down in a river so it was like mm. fishy fishies fish love, love tongue mm-hmm. fish love eyeballs they yeah. love it they're this, like, this is known. It. They're squishy. They're squ- they tried to like yeah, hatch them into eat, fish eyeballs. Ask any yeah, pescatologist. We, we eat their fertilized babies. They eat our eyeballs. It feels it fair. tracks. You know what? Circle I get it. Feels life. Fair. 
official eat your eyeballs. Here's the thing. They're like, oh, the slobalanche came down and it hurted them and some of them caught out and then some of them pulled their more injured friends out and okay. they were lost in the snow and then they froze to death and they paradoxically undressed because they were so cold they were hot. Yes. I get all of that. Here's the thing. Yeti. When this... Here's the thing. When the scientists found the tent, it was barely buried in snow. There was no, like the tent was still mostly upright. Um, so how did so much snow come down to crushify them if it was barely even on top of the of the tent? You know, like when you roll things downhill, like sometimes they end up on their feet. Yeah. Just like a, just like this tent. Just like this tent. And but the tent hadn't moved. Uh, and you know, snow melts. You ever heard of melting? Yeah, maybe it got ever warm. Heard of sunshine? You ever heard of sunshine there, that Tuna? Sometimes that sun might melt things and they'd been missing for a minute. So who isn't to say that the yeah, snow hadn't melted around the tenty? But just on top the tenty? Yeah. And then why didn't the tenty if it was strong enough to crush human bones, yes. why was it not strong enough to crush a tent pole? Um Ooh, oh, okay. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Also, and the thing I will not back off of is the fact that they all had levels of radioactive material on them. No, that's and that article. Said, well, they picked a fist fight with a radioactive Yeti who then took their eyes and tongue as delicious little winning. Now, 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 wait a second. Now, the scientists did say uh-huh. we cannot explain the radioactive. Okay, so they're full of they shit. They don't know. They've just been eating bananas for their trip. That's the whole thing. A little bit of radiation in every banana. It's because because wintertime in Russia is known for having an, uranium. an overabundance of fresh bananas. Has anybody considered... I was just thinking of enriched uranium. That's all that they were just eating. Oh, what's this? Uranium on the mountains? That oh, maybe munch, these munch, munch. eyeball and tongue hungry ass fish were just covering their tracks. Oh. Maybe was- this is fish on man crime. <laughs> we don't talk about it. Oh, and they like evolved feet and the and gills yes and, and came off yeah water i mean land. this yes. is a heavily radioactive area apparently uh yeah it can happen if a yeti radioactive yeti can come down from the mountains who's not to say that yeah. the yeti and the fish teamed up formed an oh, alliance oh here yes. we an unlikely Maybe. alliance yes yeah no or likely alliance what if the yeti is like the animal kingdom's version of snow white and all the other animals <laughs> just like love her and hang out with her and she was like i have killed all these humans and, and then, then the she fish like, gave like, the fish a little snack as a like little prezi as and also of tongues as, like, and eyeballs a bribe yeah, to be delicious. like if the cops show up don't fucking talk. It, it wasn't me. It feels a little closer to the original Grimm's fairy tales too, where they're like cutting their feet off and shit in Cinderella and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling it. This is why I was like, Mm-mm, frozen science aside, I do love that you went to Disney for the answers. <laughs> Disney yeah. does not have any answers. But though. the Russian government was literally just like, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. That's what happened. Done. But that's also what they did in the 70s. So yeah. Yeah. I don't trust it's that. Like, let, let them chase their tales. They will never learn the truth. <laughs> never know of yeti and fighting <laughs> the yeti fish, fish alliance snacks. of 1969 we have or caged radioactive <laughs> northern siberian yeti and will unleash an unsuspecting american in world war three will never sacrifice russian soldier again that's it well and like all the other hikers Putin's in the area were like there were some weird ass fucking lights in the sky that night and russia was like yeah we were testing some airplanes don't worry about it don't worry about it uh, yeah they kind of like the phoenix lights they were Weather balloons. They were testing radioactive Yeti paratroopers. And the great thing about them is they don't need parachutes. You can just throw them out of a plane. War for a reason. Exactly. Because they're Yetis. Wow. Why are we putting all this uranium in the bums? We can put it up a Yeti's ass and get a super soldier. (laughs) 
you know what I'm saying? Exactly what they did. Doesn't that feel like what Russia would do? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they train? Didn't they train porpoises to do crazy shit with like bombs and stuff like that? Probably. You talk amongst yourselves. I think this is a thing. Well, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds awful. Poor porpoises. I know. And you know what? Speaking of poor porpoises. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we've all been recently sodomized with radioactive uranium. A beluga whale is allegedly a Russian spy and there's a long history of marine mammals in the military. So yes, this is a real thing. There was a beluga whale that they found in Sweden. Lance Corporal Whaley. Yeah. Lance (laughs) Corporal Baby Beluga. Yeah. As sung about by the children's hit songwriter Raffi. <laughs> Baby Beluga is in the a deep blue spy. <laughs> in the ocean spy. Yes. Oh my gosh. Listening in for Putin's smiles. Reply. <laughs> Reply. <laughs> no, so this week we are not talking about uh, radioactive Yeti. Well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe been... <laughs> Russia. I don't know. No one knows. No one knows. Only the, there's only one person that knows, and it's you because you wrote the story. Yeah, it's true. In a purple so, is it purple pen this week? It is purple pen. Very this nice. Week. So nice. the we selected. So our beer this week is Allagash River Trip, and it is delicious. Um, and so in honor of our river trip, we did haunted rivers. Haunted river and or water. Yes, and or water. Um, and or whatever, whatever that means to you. Or whatever, whatever that means to you. That means whatever that means to Turner. You know, this is uh, actually it's also whatever that means to podcast, Mom. <laughs> uh, it sounds like maybe you went off the uh, went off the trail there. Yeah, I blazed think we, your own. I think we both blazed our own trails. Okay. Like, um, hey, let's start a theme for this week. Let's ignore it. <laughs> it's let's loosely it tied to it. Off. <laughs> <laughs> it's our show. We do what we want. Yeah. Look, mine is like 20% tied to river, so it's fine. Okay. Great. That's more, more than us. I talk oh about God. an ocean. <laughs> um, so located in Green River, Wyoming. There, there we, you go, river. The Sweetwater County Library. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you were just going to tell us the history of the band The Pixies there for a second. I mean, I could. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Let me go to their Wikipedia page. No, the Sweetwater County Library officially opened for business in the year of our Lord, 1980. Today. Hot. It is hot. It looks like every... Everything was tie-dye and day-glow and... You know, it reminds you a lot. So think of all of the um, Brat Pack movies and all the John Hughes movies and like how the high school all looks the same way. And they have like those very stylized old 80s built. Like that's what this library looks like it is okay that that feels appropriate yeah molly ringwald's just dancing around in it absolutely like at some point i do expect the cast of breakfast club to show up yeah so today the library serves don't want you to forget about them no never don't you do it don't um they're gonna give you a very they're gonna give you a very expensive diamond earring which you're gonna have to somehow (laughs) explain to everybody doesn't matter. No, today the library serves the ten of thousand of people who call Green River. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like the ten people in North Carolina who can read. Yeah, no, the. T- oh Jesus! <laughs> well, we're in Wyoming, so it doesn't matter if North Carolina people can read. Um, How did they get North Carolina out of that? Yeah, we we just insulted North Carolina for no, no reason. reason. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Fuck <laughs> you, North Carolina. 
Uh, yes, the 10 of thousand of people, 13,000 to be exact, who called Green River home. The city and of- a billion buffalo. All of the buffalo. I'm on a buffalo. Uh, the city of Green River itself was first incorporated as part of the Dakota Territory in 1868 and was reincorporated as part of the state of Wyoming in 1891. So people love to incorporate this place. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They really wanted to make sure that it didn't somehow end up uh, as part of North or South Dakota. Which, if you look at a map and where North and South Dakota is and where Wyoming is, not even close. Um, but I'm th- looking at a map. Yeah. Do Go you ahead and see look it how up. they are know. not close together? No. Hey, if you own a map, let, send us an email. <laughs> Don't do that. Tell me you have a map. No, we do have it. Five emails that are like we have a map. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I, okay. I, please send us that email. <laughs> Bruce and Bruce podcast at gmail.com. Like nine months from now, we're gonna get an email that just says, "I, I have, have a map." map. No and idea. Like, smiley face, and we're gonna be like, "Cool story, bro." Great. Google and? Maps, Apple Maps doesn't count. <gasps> oh, it has to be a real ass map. Do you have an atlas? I have a real ass map. Yeah, it's right I here. see it. I'm looking right at yeah, it. Yeah, I know. You can send yourself an email. <laughs> Dear me, I have a map. Dear me, I have a map. Smiley Woo. face. Woo. Um, anyway, so they reincorporated it because they wanted to make super duper sure that it was part of the state of Wyoming and not part of the Dakotas. Got Great. It. In 1891. So being a big ass river, the Green River is a large Oh, you river. know what? I bet I know why. Because Wyoming wouldn't incorporate and become a state until women had the right to vote. 1891. Um, no, because they came in and they because they were like, we're not going to join the union until we like we won't come in unless we can come oh. in with women's voting rights. I bet that's why they didn't want to be part of the Dakotas. I bet that's why. Well, there you go. Science. You know what? I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> History. History. History and science. It's on the internet. Vaginal sciences. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a doctor of vaginal science. Um, I'm a historical vaginal scientist. <laughs> that I like vaginas. So the Union Pacific Railroad. Well, uh, what what colleges offer this degree? <laughs> All of them. Uh, Bryman. Man, it's assisting and vaginal. Vassar. Historical vaginal science. Yeah. yeah it's time to get Ology. a double major. Hey. Oh. Hey. Dumbass. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so being a river and a big one at that, the Union Pacific River, the Union Pacific Railroad thought to itself, man, a train depot would be perfect right here as it's kind of moving across the continent Um, uh, because their engines at this point were steam engines. So they're like, cool, we should build it. Our train depots near bodies of water to assist with our steam engines. You make steam. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm a vaginal scientist. Your vagina. You do steam your vagina? All the time. All, Somebody's right been reading goop. Do, doing it right now. Yeah, I goop my vagina all the time. Oh, constantly. <laughs> so constantly get them, gooping it. Get them goop eggs. Anyway, upon arriving uh, in Wyoming, they discovered... Use discount code booze and bruise and goop for your <laughs> vaginal 20, egg 20% discounts. Off your vaginal goop eggs. <laughs> oh, my God. Getting uh, the goop eggs is fine. It's getting them out. That's yeah, if that's... <laughs> Just a lot of pushing. Yeah, try too hard, you can damage the floorboards. It just <laughs> comes out like a shot. <laughs> floorboards. <laughs> Upon arriving <laughs> in Green River, they they discovered actually there was already a town of two thousand people already there. So they were like, like, "Cool, we're gonna build a train depot." Oh, there are people here. Oh, there are a lot of people here. Well, that sucks. And so what they did was they started <laughs> to... Neg- sucks. Let's murder them. No, no, no. What they, so they were had to negotiate with all of the townspeople so they could build the depot. 
buy the land off of them or or just and do whatever union pacific railroad's like no i'm not gonna pay for that so they just went further west and said fuck you people so that feels that feels appropriate yeah because they don't have to pay for them so they went (laughs) further west and they established their train depot there um unfortunately for union pacific and fortunately for the good people of green river that part of the river dried up a couple years later so union pacific had to sort of come back tail between their legs being like so can we borrow your water please oh and then the the green river people were like i drink your milkshake (laughs) yeah (laughs) i drink it up (laughs) yes and that's exactly what happened because if if that part of the um the river hadn't dried out green river would have become a ghost town because everybody would have gone west to live in this town where there are jobs and people coming through because there are trains trains yeah makes perfect sense um so green river is also known for being the launching pad of the powell geographic expedition of 1869 yeah i knew i recognized it from somewhere yeah totally major john powell who fought in the civil war was a geology professor prior to the war so once the fighting was done he pursued geology professor turned to war criminal turned major (laughs) yeah he was like uh i'm gonna teach at a local university it was like illinois university teach rocks and then they're like sir we need somebody to shoot these rebels and he's like i got you they're like all his men are lined up they're like sir captain what do we do what do we do they're advancing and he's like "Mm, rocks throw rocks at him these ones do we have any rocks throw them (laughs) at old johnny reb this yeah. is sedimentary rock. This is going to shatter on impact. Put we it down. We need igneous, something with a little bit more heft. You can't throw this <laughs> slate. It'll never work. So anyway, after the war, he pursued his life's passion, which was rocks. 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 So at rocks. I like rocks. He loves rocks. So at that point, no one had really explored the Colorado Plateau area, which if you're wondering what the hell that is. It's full of rocks. It's an area that is just. It's a- just chock full of chock a block with rocks chock a block it's rock a block that's it it's in the four uh, corners region of the southwestern united states so where the states of utah uh colorado arizona and new mexico form like that little tiny four corner area that's the colorado plateau so no one from um, no white man had been there yet so this guy was like i'm gonna be the first white man to be there so he got his little crew together to set out and they were going to start on the Green River. Now, he's from the Midwest, and so he's got Midwest boats, which means like little tiny wooden dinghies, not boats that could survive white water rapids. Yeah. Did yeah. he and and he hired no men who had any white water rafting experience. And his boats were laden with mayonnaise and cheese. Oh, mm. for sure, and some mustard. Just a, a little too, but not not that spicy mustard. No, That's a little too much. No. And rocks. And rocks. <laughs> So he launches his little expedition. They had five boats, um, two full of rocks, all full of rocks. Two almost immediately sank, and that, because of the rocks, because of the white water raft, uh, the rapids, and they lost basically all of their provisions. I, so I, they had like no food. I'm a rockologist, not a physicist. No, God damn it! How yeah. was I supposed to know? It was it was not good. Um, and they also people nearly drowned because again they weren't really equipped for the whitewater rapids coming at them. Um, but damn it, they persisted and they made it. I'm good, so, for good for them. It took them four months, but they finally made it. Um, to and a they, random spot that we decided has four corners. Yeah, well, they actually, where they ended their expedition was in the Grand Canyon. 
Okay, well, that's worth the trip. Yeah, okay. exactly. So they went in there. Ooh, ah. Of Ooh, course, big hole full did, of rocks. Did this man bring any sort of writing equipment with him to talk about in detail the types of rocks he saw? No, of course not. No, so. he, t- he tells himself that lie that we all tell ourselves, which is, I'll remember. I'll remember it. So anyway. He'll just stop t- and pick some up at a gift shop. <laughs> so he's getting ready to turn around and leave when three of his members were murdered by Native Americans. So they're like, now is really the time for us to leave. Yeah. Whoopsie duty. Yeah, we're definitely not welcome here. No. So they make it back to Green River. Two years later, he decides to properly plan for a trip. And that's where he goes down again, has the right sort of people on the boat. The right Brings sort paper. of boat. Brings paper. Brings pencil. Pencil, paper, writes all about it. And that was our first account of the beautiful wonders of the Colorado Plateau. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Green River is also famous um, for in the 19, early 1930s when they passed what's called the Green River Ordinance, which prevented door-to-door sale, selling. It made it illegal to be a door-to-door salesman. Ordinance. I thought you said Green River Oregon. I was like, what were they doing to these door-to-door salespeople? So they were harvesting their organs, selling them on the black market. Everyone woke up in bathtubs with no kidneys. (laughs) What's that? You want me to buy a set of encyclopedias? I'll take your liver. Give me your liver. Uh, Ordinance. And apparently that inspired other cities around the country to be like, oh, yeah, I suppose we could do something like that. And so a lot of little small towns and cities made it legal to be door-to-door salesmen. Terrible. That's a good law. Yeah. And I'm like, it took you all that long to figure it out? Well, what if we made a law saying that you can't knock on my door? No, that would be easy. Um, But what does any of this have to do with libraries? Nothing. That's right. Oh, cool. No, but it's Libraries just, have books about rocks. I bet there are books May, about this some, expedition in yeah. the library. There's books about the rocks of the Colorado Plateau in this library. Maybe. An incredible tie-in. Well done, dear. It wasn't this deer. It was that deer. Oh. That deer on the uh, other side of the kitchen table. Well, that's not my deer. Good that's job, just deer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. No, anyway, um, the... Green River. So anyway, the Green River Library is haunted. In case you haven't guessed, <laughs> I did. A, I did. I did a suit. Did you do a? It's a do guessing. Um, so, so the working theory why Green River Library, sorry, the Sweetwater County Library is haunted, is because it was built on top of the old city cemetery. Oh yeah, oh, that'll fun. do it every time tracks they only moved the headstone so in when the town was incorporated in around 1892 the cemetery was established people lived and died and were buried there we established it by putting the first dead dead person person and put a little rock saying here lies this dead person very effective way to do it it really works um so they kept burying people there up until 1926 when the city decided hey you know we're just gonna move this cemetery up the hill so they excavated what they thought was all of the bodies all of the tombs what they thought Mm -hmm. took it all up the hill but i I almost said planted (laughs) they planted them they grew a bunch of new people a bunch of new people a bunch of new headstones just came up out of the ground fucking skull trees and Um, shit hell yeah yeah so anyway they moved them in the 20s and then in 1944 with the return of a lot of veterans from world war ii they started building a va type hospital for them to go and you know get treatment or talk to somebody i thought you were gonna be like they built an extra cemetery for all the world war ii veterans so we could just kill them all and put them there so we just put them in all in one place thank you for your service step 
Um, no, they built that. So while they were building this VA hospital in 1944, they uncovered more bodies and they went, oopsie doodle. We Uh, missed these the first time. We did a real shitty job cleaning the cemetery up before. Yeah, like we should have maybe kept records of everybody who was buried here. No, they're not a town known for having writing implements around. No, that's true. That is very true. So they the people who found the bodies in 1944 moved them up the hill to the cemetery, reburied them, planted them, if you would. Um, And everything, you know, the VA hospital was there. Um, in 1978, the VA hospital was raised and the construction of the library began. And in 1978, when they started construction, they found more bodies. Jeez. They keep fun. I think they did plant the bodies because <laughs> it's growing more bodies. But, and, but it's in the old spot. So, Or there was an old-timey serial killer. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, Who this just, is a like, good story. Or old-timey mobster. Hey, just bury the bodies in the cemetery. That's where the dead people are anyway. I don't know. Hey, I'm in the mafia. Hey, I'm in the mafia. Weird hand gesture. I'm doing a shake your hand dance. Shake your hand dance. Um, And uh, again, shocking to learn that in 1996, when they repaved the, or they built like a parking lot, they found more people. Hell yeah. I'm telling you, this land is producing dead people. It really is. Um, In that 1996, uh, construction they only found two very small pieces of bone which they thought were rocks but then when a rockologist actually looked at it went no those are skulls so pieces of human human they were people and everyone was like well shit so they reburied them but they're like that's it we're done so i wouldn't be surprised if there are no more construction uh projects done on this land ever again they were like nope Nope, no more no more nope 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 nope, i'm really sick of this um, so anyway, so surprising, not surprising. There are most likely still people buried underneath this there definitely library. Are. If they keep finding them, they didn't do a good job of unearthing them. Yeah. So dating back to 1985, so five years after the hospital opened, um, occurrences like paranormal occurrences have been reported by various people who visit the library, work at the library. Um, over time, the types of hauntings and manifestations has definitely advanced with the technology of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. It, they used to like leave t- uh, like typey type on the typewriter, but then they moved on to computer technology where they would write your name. Oh, yeah. Just trying to the document. Is, are- he's still trying to document these goddamn rocks. <laughs> forever trying to tell you about the rocks of Arizona. I like rocks. Um, so anyway, the library kind of surprisingly considering it is like for the entire county leans into the ghosts they have a ghost log at their front desk which anybody can write down their experiences as they come and go and you can read it and what's amazing is that they've also put it on the internet that is wonderful i love this time yes this thank you green river you are the best so the stories i'm about to tell you come from the actual ghost in there first-hand accounts from the ghost log sneak sneaking porn from public computers Yep. Fuck yeah. I was trying to crank it. it Right there in the open. I was trying to crank it so good to these boobs. And all of a sudden, a ghost started typing about rocks. And I was hard. And the rocks are hard. I came in a second. (laughs) Five stars on Yelp. Would crank it here again. This is how I learned I really like rocks. I really like rocks. This has completely changed my porn intake. Thank you, library. My goodness. 
So one haunted area of the library is the ladies' restroom. There are Uh-oh. a lot of stories that hap- that come out of the ladies' restroom. Um, one woman saw a little girl in pigtails in the stall next to hers. When she got out of her stall, the woman, to and was washing her hands, the little girl came up from behind the sink. So she's like washing her hands. She turns to the girl, says hello. The girl says hello. She goes back to washing her hands, turns again. Girl's gone. I'm like, how did she see the girl in the stall next to hers? Like she saw, no, she saw like little feeties underneath the. Oh, she saw little hanging feeties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hanging okay. feeties. Little hanging feeties. In the stall next to her. So then, and then she saw the girl Stuck with her the head pigtails. underneath the wall. Hey. Hey, this isn't weird, is it? No. You pooping? Just to check to see if you're a little girl pooping. Yeah. And- <laughs> I, I just get curious about that is all. Do you do it? Do little girls poop? Are you pooping? Right now? Are you? Oh. It's, not, it's not a sex thing, I promise. Nope. It's super. Serious. Super duper promise. Um, yeah. Tell me it's in the computer lab. Please tell me that there's something. No. Com- God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, honey. No, um, I was cranking it. No, during and after hours. So we're sticking with I the was bathroom. in the bathroom stall finger blasting myself to little girls pooping. <laughs> Five stars would finger blast installs again. No. It's a very specific very specific you know, this, this people is who would be into that the fucking kinkiest library <laughs> everybody's finding their kinks in here and i love it no yucking anybody's yum you do what you gotta do <laughs> except when it involves a little girl that's when you oh got some yeah that's child yeah stuff. we're gonna okay yuck. wait a second i let's, take it back let's yuck that don't let's do, let's officially yuck that. you know what that's yuckable that's been yucked i take it i take it all back Thank i was you. talking quickly and wasn't thinking <laughs> you don't think shocking yeah yeah <laughs> Sticking with the the ladies' restroom, during an after-hours youth service tour of the library, two kids went into the bathroom. The lights were off, so one of the kids used the light from his flip phone, because this is from 2006. Oh, Motorola Razor. That's right. So flipped open that phone and was using that as a light to see and navigate their way into the potty. Halfway across the bathroom, the kid with the phone was pushed hard in the chest, which sent him back about a foot running into the dude who was like walking behind him. Oh, well, yeah, he is obviously a wizard who has magic phone, who has magic lights that appear in his hands. Yeah, so the ghost obviously scared being like, what is that? Like, no, you're a witch. Bam. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. So the kids d- didn't pee, turned around and left. Never or peed again. peed. Ooh, or immediately. <laughs> Why are your pants wet? Uh, there was a, a ghost. There was a, I, a ghost. You know what? I would own up to pissing my pants if I saw a ghost. But like, no, no, no. It was ghost related. Oh, yeah. I pissed. I pissed big oh, time. Big time. That was scary. Oh, yeah. I tried to piss all over that ghost. Yeah. This meaner spirit may also be the same ghost who scared a seven-year-old girl about a month earlier. The little girl went in by herself, came out crying a few seconds later because she saw a mean face in the stall. Oh, mean no. face. When pressed, like, what did who did you see? She's just like, I saw a mean face, and that's all she would say. But when they went in to check out the bathroom, obviously there was no one there. That's crazy, and we don't know who these people are. We're not like people who were buried. Vagina was buried here, and it was no. known to love bathrooms. Yeah, we don't. It's just a <laughs> notable bathroom enthusiast. Probably, I'm guessing it's the people who are left over. So it might be a bathroom enthusiast. Maybe. Who died and she was just like really taken by the indoor toilet. So now she just spends her afterlife hanging out in an indoor toilet. This it is, is incredible. magic. It is pretty magic. I used to have to. the poop just disappears. I used to have to poop on the outside in yep. a little hole in the ground. Yep. In a, in a tiny, tiny house with a moon cut in the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. And now you could just press a button. There's a whoosh sound and your poo-poos are gone. 
Incredible. Magic. Super duper magic. Excuse me, I'm burping. Doors um swing back and forth on their own. Um, so like you can just be hanging out in the stall. Door next to you will just open and close. Uh, two girls were doing their makeup in the bathroom, and behind them, the doors are just slowly swinging open. Yeah. No. 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 Thank you. No. Thank you to that. Um, a woman reported hearing another woman sobbing in the stall next to her, but when she did a little looky loo underneath, there was no one there. She just heard like women's like a lady crying. No. <laughs> I just heard the sounds of womanhood. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm a woman. I'm so sad. Um, <laughs> my emotions. My. <laughs> Uh, I could never be president. There are non-potty ghosts as well. So they, well, a majority of the stories take place in bathrooms. They're not all bathroom adjacent. Okay. Um, people report smelling heavy cigar or perfume um, throughout the library, where mm-hmm. it'll just like hit you like a wall, and you're like, "Dude, what the fuck?" And then it'll be gone just as soon as it. That's came. just smoking Carlotta. Yeah, she just smoking. works there. She just likes cigars. She just likes cigars and musky perfumes. She just, and she wants to read your books. Yep. She's not naturally musky woman. Just reading right over your shoulder, <laughs> puffing away. Um, books will be frequently knocked off the shelves. Um, people have heard talking, um, while others have heard someone say their names in their ear, which is oh, that's creepy. That's creepy. creepy. I, I love that it's that it's like uh, Ghostbusters, though, right? And then you yeah. hear people talking, and you go shh, and they don't stop because they're ghosts. They don't give a shit. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Shit. Revoke their membership? You can't. They they're live dead. Here. They don't know how to read. Let's be yeah, honest. Plus, Rude. They've been in the library all day. They've read all of the books. They know karate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they've read all the karate books. <laughs> they've read all of them. That's what I did day one. I went times. to the library and I went to the karate section so I could learn spirit foo. Spirit foo. Chop chop. And that's it. Um, Kung Boo. Kung Boo. Oh, fuck. It was so good. God damn it. (laughs) God damn it. I missed the fuck. Oh, it was right there. Oh, my God. Yes. So the spirits are well versed in the Kung Kung Boo. Yeah. Um, No, the scariest tale, and like I mentioned earlier, you know, people will hear them typing on computers. One woman saw, like, just somebody write her name on a computer screen. Okay. You know, like like you you do. do. Sally. Um, But the scariest and the creepiest tale is from 2007. So a woman from Torrance, California. Oh. I know. Local. Mm. Local. Drove out to the library specifically to hunt ghosts. So she calls herself in the the little ghost log an amateur ghost hunter okay 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 so with it so far it up. so she drove out there and she uh, got there pretty late in the afternoon i think she said she arrived by like seven o'clock and she went immediately to the library to find out what the posted hours were so she drove mm-hmm. in parked got out of her car looked to see what time the library opened got back in her car and was like okay i'm going to go check into a nearby motel so she has GPS in the car. So she entered the dra- the address for the motel and headed out. And her thought was like, well, if I go the wrong way or whatever, it'll just tell recalculating. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, get me back but around. But it never recalculated. So it led her to a grave. It was already dug. The name on the gravestone. Her name. She was thrown inside. She's now dead. You're like 10% right. Okay. So, That's okay. Cool. That's better than zero. So as she's driving, she's following all the directions um, as... <laughs> 
that are getting she's heading uphill not realizing that where she wanted to go is actually behind her Um, uphills where the cemetery is and the road curved right and gps gave her um a recalculating message and told her to keep turning into um riverview cemetery road creepy and it kept giving her all the instructions and so eventually she like drove into the cemetery and the and gps kept telling her recalculating turn here turn there like it was leading her to a specific grave her grave not she her dives grave, in just somebody did it lead her to a specific grave it she got spooked before um so she's oh. driving around the cemetery so it probably what the ghost went through all this fucking trouble to dig her grave for her or she wanted and then to she didn't even really- go she set up a really fun scavenger hunt and yeah. she didn't even finish it. Didn't even Rude. finish it. Um, so she came across some people who were tending a grave. She like rolled down the window and was like, how do I get back to this place? And the dudes are like, uh, well, where are you? Whoa, it was aggressive. Um, and the guys who were tending the graves were like, I don't know how you even got up here. Where you needed to go was like a half a mile from where you were, like where you started. Oh, so she you was went like so far out of the way. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, oh fuck, and sort of turned off her GPS and just sort of relied on memory to get back. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. I don't trust you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, a ghost had like followed her home essentially, and or let her t- take on them a scavenger home. hunt to her own grave, but she Not didn't bother. Yeah, tried to Maybe lead she... her to her new home. Yeah. Her home. Her forever home. Or the ghost could have just wanted to go her to their forever home. Eternal home. What? Maybe the ghost thought it was like an Uber line situation. Yes. It was just trying to get oh, like just trying to like get home. They're like, I need a sort of conduit to get out of here. Here's this nice girl. I'm going to hitch a ride in her car. Yeah. Catch a ride. I'm going to catch a ride. So anyway, that is the story of the haunted Sweetwater County Library in Green River. Hence my river. Wyoming. That's an excellent river tie-in. And you wore a green shirt today. This works on a lot oh of levels. And I really so, love it. And you're part river. I, I am part river. You're more river than human at this point, which yeah. is weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's weird because you, you appear fairly human. Yeah, you look human, but I, I know that's all river over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, hey, come back. Anyway, come back. Uh, we'll find out which one of us is river next. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Engineer Bob, and I've just been cranking in the library looking at porn. Hey, guess what? I'd like to thank Nikolai Kawabunga for his one-star review. You clearly don't listen to the show very much. I don't give a fuck. Hey, guess what? Patreon.com slash... Oh, oh, by the way, anybody who does like the show, actually give us a five-star review and tell people you like us. That'd be nice of you. Hey, Patreon.com slash Booze and Brews. Audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches I do. It's a great value on the internet. Give us your money. Also, social media websites. We got them. You can talk to us on them. But you won't find links to our show, apparently, Nikolai, even though that last post had a link to it. Are you an idiot? Maybe. Guess what? Social media websites. Twitter. Booze and Bruce. Facebook. Booze and Bruce. Instagram. Booze and Bruce Podcast. Okay, back to the show. I'm so excited that you're excited to talk about not rivers. Because yeah, I, I know there's going to be no river in this story. I'm <laughs> sure of it. tell you the story of the ghost of River Phoenix that Melly's already done on this show. <laughs> no, my, uh, I went more. Bob looked at me like, is she serious? I was like, <laughs> I was like, is this happening? Because like, I'm ready for it. <laughs> no, no. Um, so I went more like rivers or water and like it's water, water has memory from one place to another. Astral projection. Memory. Yes. Good for astral projection. It has memory. Yeah. Um, and I just picked a, a water thing that I wanted to do. So I'm going to tell you about the Mancha Swamp in Louisiana. There you go. Mancha, Not- Mancha Swamp? M-A-N-C-H-A. Like Mancha. Mana La Mancha. Yeah. Swamp of La Mancha. Munchy yeah, swamp. swamp. of La Mancha. I swamp muncher. Yes. That's... So the, the matcha swamp, the 
Um, the Mancha Wetlands are... They're in Louisiana. They're like a hour northeast of New Orleans. Okay. Um, and as I got a lot of this information from a Mental Floss article, which called it, quote, thick with swamp ooze. I mean, it's better than swamp ass. I would swamp much rather ooze. take swamp thick, ooze. Thick with thick. swamp ooze. How many that C's? Oozes. Mm. Thick. She thick. She <laughs> That ooze. Thick. You you go you venture forth into the major swamp and you're the thick with swamp ooze roll initiative adventurers <laughs> roll initiative roll ooze initiative the oozes are attacking from all angles the ooze has rolled a natural twenty the ooze goes first the, o- uh, uh, the so ooze penetrates your butthole Jesus. <laughs> Nowadays, the area around the swamp is pretty much abandoned. Mm-hmm. Um, but bring back many, many years ago, Forever in ago. like the early 20th century, it was like a little bit bustly of an area. Oh. Okay. So there were three little towns. Um, there was Ruddock, Frenier, and Napton. These are all fake names. Yep. Sure. Uh, which the fakest like names. Little, little settlements that were like right along Lake Pontchartrain and up against the, the thick swampers. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and now these towns were, um, they like had a decent amount of people living in them, but they were incredibly rural and rustic. Because think of this is like late 1800s, early 1900s. And these, there was no roads. There oh. was no electricity. There's no like school or doctor or grocery these store. These are learned, these smart people with all of their teeth. I guarantee you. Yes. And the reason that these little towns popped up is because the area had a lot of Gators. Um, ancient growth. Oh. Cypress it does. It's full of dinosaurs. That is a very true fact. This whole swamp is full of dinosaurs. They could make money selling dinosaur shoes. N- no. So what they have done is they are logging the ancient cypress trees that grow in the uh, area. So it's like a huge logging town. And they also discovered that in the, quote, thick swamp ooze, you can grow cabbages really well. Ooh, oh, so, um, I, now that I would not have predicted. So these towns, you know what? It gives off the same of smell: lumberjack sweat and cabbage. cabbage. Farts. <sighs> it smells. And nary a doctor among them. Oh boy, oh boy! <laughs> Don't light a match in this town. No, it um, will explode, guaranteed. But so there, there were these three little communities that like lived a rural and rustic lifestyle, but like were happy doing it and were supporting themselves off of logging and cabbage money. D- delicious. <laughs> Um, and one of the people who lived in these little towns was a woman named Julia Brown. Oh, Julia. And some people called her... A witch. Julia... Ju- yes. Oh. Some people called her Julia Black or Julia White, but her name is definitely Julia Brown. Look, okay, colors... <laughs> that involves schooling, which these I, people did not have, so they're I, like, white, black, brown, I don't know, color. Yeah, well, I assume Julia Brown was brown because she was also a voodoo priestess. Yeah, okay. okay. So sure. she was, I get it. in fact, a witch. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, so Julia Brown was born in 1845 in a like another adjacent area of rural Louisiana. Mm-hmm. She married Celestine Brown That's a great in name. 1888. That's a great These name. are like verifiable records. So her name literally is Julia Brown. People just call her Julia Black. I'm like, they're going to call her like Julia African-American. <laughs> That's ridiculous. in other books. Yeah, for sure. Her name is Brown. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Um, and there's not a lot of like uh, information about because it's there's there's not a lot of records being kept. They right. know that at some point her husband died, and at some point before her husband died, the government ceded them forty acres that they were using to like log and stuff. Okay. Um. So they know that she was married. They didn't have kids, and they owned land. And then her husband died, so presumably she inherited the land and had the land. Okay. Hung out. That's pretty much all we know about her, except that she was also a voodoo priestess. Yes. Sweet. Which, and a lot of people were like, she was known for her, like, love charms and spells. But also, a lot of the old town records were like, yeah, she was kind of the doctor or midwife of the area. Hmm. Because she would like, oh, you've cut your leg off with a, in a love accident. I can make you a poultice. Like, uh-huh. okay. Oh, she I got like, something to rub on your amputated leg. Yep. Yes, exactly. Oh, Leaves. your baby is stuck. Let me reach inside you with my voodoo magic and pull the baby out. Oh, right. now you got a demon baby. Oopsie doodle. But she's like the closest thing to a doctor these people have. Oh, boy. Beggars so can't be like, choosers, as they say. Yeah, so she like services the area. She also was like maybe a little grouchy. Um, because she used to sit on her porch, which overlooked the the swamp and it's quote thick swamp ooze. Ooze. Mm-hmm. Um, and she used to just sit on her porch and play her guitar and make up little songs. I assume like Randy Newman, just singing about what she sees. I just now watching the world go by. I'm now Dinosaur imagining in the water. <laughs> I'm imagining the Pirates of the Caribbean ride actually right now. Yes, I think that that's very much it. Yeah, yeah, just plunka plunking on her like disgusting house. On her in a rocking chair, as people are about to go be eaten by pirates. Yes. Yeah. So her, so she used to sit on her front porch and just sing these little songs she made up. But her favorite song, the song that she would sing all the time, went a little something like this. <clears throat> I don't actually have any idea what the tune was. Okay. So one day I'm gonna die, uh-huh. and I'm taking the whole town with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, question, I have questions. It's her favorite song. She's saying it all the time. I don't have any questions. It sounds pretty straightforward, dear. <laughs> She's just, yes, statements of fact. Uh, okay. There's a beautiful sunset and one day I'm gonna die. Uh, oh, honey. And I'm taking the whole town with me. I mean, that's so, an option or she could just die. I don't know why well, she's got to take him with her. Well, so she did. She died in late September of 1915. Okay. I mean, as Um, one does. Yeah, so she dies. She's an old-ass lady. Yeah. So she dies, and her funeral is scheduled for September 29th. Okay. And then on the day of her funeral, it starts to get a little bit windy. Oh, is there a hurricane coming? And then it gets a lot more windy, and then a Category 4 hurricane (sighs) descends on the area. Oh, my God. Um, where there was 125 mile per hour winds and the storm surge was over 13 feet tall. Oh boy. So it just decimated this whole area and a bunch of people, because there were no roads, but there was a train Mm. that would come pick up the logging stuff and like take it on its train anyway. So everyone took shelter in the train station, which then collapsed and killed them all. Nice. So she sort of took the whole town with her. Well, the hurricane took the whole town. Well, literally, it was the day of her funeral. Like, they were setting up for her funeral. They had her coffin, her body in a coffin on display at a house. And then the storm came in and took her body away. Oh, my. And took a bunch of other souls with her. All right. I mean, look, she didn't lie. Yeah. She's not a liar. 
The hurricane, and it swept through other parts of Louisiana as yeah. well, but the hurricane in total killed over 300 people. Mm. Um, and there were over 50 people killed in these three tiny little logging towns. Oh, my towns. God. Jeez. Um, so she kind of did. She One day, she was going to die, and she took a lot of the town with her. Yeah. She, she willed a hurricane. Yeah, she really did. And all of this, by the way, is documented, and, like, you, you can see it in news articles. Like, that her funeral was interrupted by the hurricane. That she was, like, a well-known voodoo priestess wow. in the area. And that she cursed the area by singing this song about taking the town with her when she died. Dang. So this is all true. These are facts. Yeah. Not make um, another, them up. Another fact is that she's still there haunting the swamp. Oh, boy. Um, so she's just hanging out. And apparently she hangs out because she's a voodoo priestess. She has control over all the other souls that she killed on the day of her funeral. Oh, well, that's not So nice. she can like rise up other dead bodies at her whim. Oh, okay. Um, but apparently what she likes to do is just sit alongside the edge of the swamp, just cackling, just <gasps> laughing, having a good old time, thinking about all the people she murdered. She murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty I awesome. I sang a song. I took them all with me. And I did. Idiots. <laughs> There's also, I found one article that said that she, um, the locals of the area, which like now it's like the closest town is very far away, but like they're like, oh yeah, when we see her, she has a pet Rougarou, which is a, a Louisiana yes. werewolf. Oh my gosh. And she and her pet Rougarou hang out in the fucking swamp. <laughs> I now want to meet her. <laughs> She's a, well, you might get a chance to. Um, oh, Okay. So to continue the curse, they so this land is very swampy and gross, and they wanted to like connect it to other parts of Louisiana. So they built a big ass fucking bridge. It was like a, a modern marvel of fucking engineering. They built this huge ass bridge, and it lasted for like fifteen years, and it fucking collapsed and killed a bunch of people. Oh boy. Um, so then they built a new one that was in the seventies, the nineteen seventies. Then they built a new one, and the new one still stands, and it is the longest bridge connected to a highway. Oh. It's 22.8 miles of a bridge. Wow, Whoa. that's a big bridge. It's, yeah, it's the longest non-toll bridge they think maybe in the world. Dang. At that point, yeah, it's so, just road, not a bridge. Well, and I'm like, and eventually her curse is going to get it. It's going to collapse and kill you. Like, yeah. It looks like, and if you get in an accident, you fall off the side of this bridge, you are instantly dinosaur food. Yeah, like, a lot of dinosaurs. She doesn't sing a song about destroying the bridge and taking everybody in a car with her, though. I think they're well, okay, right? You can adapt. Well, she she's... To be fair, she said she was taking the town with her, and the town does not exist anymore. So, she, I mean, she so did that, take, So like, you're fine then, drivers. Like, Don't even worry about it. did not rebuild the town after the hurricane. <laughs> that, what's the point? You know what? Uh, she cursed it. You know, people cursed. I'm just going to pass. Yeah. Um, so there was a lots of firsthand accounts of like being down there, like trying to talk to her at night and she shows up and she laughs and she goes back into the water. And there's a lot of just like general voodoo priestess ghostiness or whatever. But I found this one story on Reddit and I really liked it. So now I'm going to tell you a story that they call Aunt Julia. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, so it's a very long story, so I'm paraphrasing. So there's this pregnant lady who had just spent some time in New Orleans, and her and her husband were, like, driving out of New Orleans. They got stuck in traffic. And by the time they got, like, far enough out of town, pregnant lady had to pee so, so bad. Pregnant she, ladies do have to do that quite a bit. And she was like, I gotta pee. And then they were like, okay, well, here's an exit for, um, for Ruddock like a town yeah so we'll take this exit to ruddock and like there'll be a gas station or a mini bar somewhere where you can pee yeah so they take the exit they drive like a mile off of the road and parking no, no town 
peeing in no gas station there's bathroom. Nothing. Fuck that. Well, it, there's no town. No. Like, they follow the road. The road eventually dead ends into the swamp. There's literally nothing there. There's a sign for a town that it is does. not a town anymore. Good job. Good job, so Louisiana. They're like, they're like, fuck. And the husband's like, okay, well, we'll go find the next town. And she's like, mm-mm, I'm I gotta peeing. go now. I'm gonna so pee like, now. I'm gonna pee behind the truck and like you look out for people in case anyone else randomly comes down this swamp road. Right. So she goes and she does her little pee-pees and her husband like hurries her along and is like, we've got company. Oh. And she's like, oh shit. So she's like clean, you know, doing the Hurrying up. Yeah. And um, and she's and as she like pulls up her pants and walks around the truck, she sees that there's this old woman, this old black woman with like white hair in this like sort of potato sacky dress who has is wandering towards their car. And she asks her husband, like, where did this woman come from? Mm-hmm. We're miles from anything. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I don't know. She kind of just showed she kind of just wandered in from where the water is. Like oh. she just showed up. Oh, um, so they were like, OK, well they they're like we should help her we're in the middle of nowhere she's an old woman she's in some shabbily dress she doesn't even have shoes oh god so they were like she's probably wandered off from somewhere so from like some home (laughs) yes um they thought maybe she had alzheimer's so they were like we gotta help her like take her back to where she's supposed to be or where she's safe um so they like walk towards her and they're like are you okay do you need help there's no bathroom here we were looking i just looked (laughs) um and the woman introduces herself as aunt julia okay um and she won't really answer any of the questions she keeps just gazing off towards the water towards the swampy water and they're like also she smelled so bad i bet like she doesn't smell like homeless person bad she smells like decay with a weird acidic undertone oh Mm. Uh, Oh. they were like she smells so bad so they're trying to like kind of stay away from her well yeah or like keep up wind of her yeah she smells so bad oh my god um and then they're like they're like okay well we're gonna help you like where do you need to go and she's like this way and she like like is like follow me so they start to follow her she leads them closer to the water and she's just gazing out at the swamp water. And then she really quietly, under her breath, says, I took them with me. Oh. And they're like, <laughs> what? And she just says, I took them with me. And she points out at the water. And they're like, what? Is there something that's like far away in the water? And it starts moving closer. And then they see that it's bobbing in the water. And then they're like, that's a dead body. Whoa. Bobbing in the water. And then... Julia starts laughing. Oh. And repeating, I took them with me. I took them all with me. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. And then more bodies start popping up in the water. No. I would have gotten back in the fucking car and drove away. This couple does the Good Samaritan thing, and they're like, they call 911. They're like, we need the police. This woman is out here alone. There's a dead body in the water. Like, we need police. Yes. This is a police-worthy situation. Yes. Uh, Not me. Nope. I'm like, bye. (laughs) Bye. Fuck your dead bodies. I'm out. Meanwhile, this crazy old shoeless woman is just cackling and saying, I I took them all with with me. Pointing at dead bodies in the water. Oh, my God. No, you Um, fucking run away. (laughs) Call the police. Ah, no. 
So the police show up and they're like, okay, like, w- like we'll help you. And they're the couple is explaining the story. They take Aunt Julia and they put her in the back of uh, like a police cruiser. So they're like, she'll be here. She can't wander off. We'll figure out what the situation is. Then we'll figure out where sh- we need to take her. We'll take care of her. But first we have to deal with these dead bodies in the water. Because the police also see a bunch of bodies bobbing in the water. Oh, boy. Whoa. Okay. Um, so they're like... Um, they're like, okay, well, we got to like figure this out. Like maybe we'll ask the woman if she knows where these bodies came from. So they go back to the car to like further question her and she's gone. Yeah, she is. The doors are still closed. The cop car reeks of rotten meat. And she's just completely gone. And they're like, what the fuck? And then they look back out at the water. All the bodies bodies are are gone. gone. That rules. And And the police are like, I'm sorry what did you say her name was? And the couple's like, Julia. She said her name was Julia. And the police were like, did she say her name was Aunt Julia? Oh, no. And they're like, yes. And then the police get pissed at them. And they're like, this is such a waste of our time and resources. You can't be making these prank phone calls. Like, calling 911 when it's not an emergency is a crime. And they're like, trying to scare them into admitting this whole thing is a prank. Oh, boy. And the couple's like, we have no idea what's happening. We're just trying to pee and then help this old woman. Yeah. And we've somehow gotten wrapped up in all this. And so eventually the police leave and they're like, we're not going to write this up. But like, if we see you again, we're going to like take you in for making a false police report. Jesus. Like, we don't have time for your shenanigans. Excuse me. Goes on their way and they talk about it the whole time. They can't stop talking about meeting this woman. Yeah. What happened. So when they finally get home, the pregnant woman starts like Googling the town to, mm-hmm. and she finds out that the town was like destroyed by a hurricane and that's why it's not there anymore. And then she finds the obituary for Julia Brown where they're like known to most as Aunt Julia. Oh my God. Oh God. Um, and there she's like, oh my gosh, this is it. And she, she closes out her Reddit thread with being like, we still have no idea what happened, but quote, I'm leaning towards some ghost shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm I'm leaning to that as well. Like I, because I was a little bit like, okay, like you know, her and her husband see this old woman. It's scary, but like they called the police, the and the police, police saw, saw her it. too. Yeah, the police saw the bodies too. And yeah, then they were all just gone. And and then they yelled at these poor people. Yeah. Yes, because the police were like oh, this is the local legend and like you're making fun of us and wasting our resources. And yeah. this poor couple was like, "We, ju- I just had to pee. Look at me. I have a beach ball in my I'm fucking shirt. growing a person. I had to pee. Pregnant women, known pranksters. It's true. Yeah. Love it's true. pissing off police. Uh, pregnant love couples love doing, his, yeah, doing crime. Giant love dead it. body crimes <laughs> just to attract police. It's true. Anyway, so that is the story of wow. the Mancha Swamp. Nice. And the ghost of Aunt Julia. Nice. Who, like, doesn't seem to hurt people anymore. Oh, she's just creepy. But I was she's just, just like, oh, super she, proud of her work, you know? She really <laughs> is. Can you imagine, like, a tiny little black woman with, like, white hair, like, pulled back in a bun, just shoeless, in the middle of the, like, Louisiana wilderness, just cackling off into the distance. Cackling off into the distance going, I killed them all, I got them. <laughs> you don't I call t- the cops. I took them with me. Took I took them, them with me. Took them with so, me. And they didn't know the story because then other people on Reddit were like, oh yeah, like 
apparently she used to sing this song and then there was like proof of the song because like when she wrote this story she didn't know the aunt julia thing and she didn't know that she'd said i'm going to take the town with me oh my god and why would you yeah why would you you're not from there but she set up this whole elaborate prank whatever Anyway, that is wow. the story, which brings us to our beer. To this delicious beer. I like so, it. So again, this is from Allagash. It's called River Trip. It's yep. a Belgian style session. Yes. Which I've never had a Belgian session before, and it's fucking delicious. What is the percentiles on this beer? 4.8. Are you shitting me? No. It no. has so much flavor yeah. for such a low ABV beer. It's really delicious. Uh, I think it's one of the most flavorful sessions of any type of beer I've ever had. Uh, you apparently will get an array of melon, citrus, and stone fruit and yotes. I don't know what a stone fruit is, but I'll agree with the rest of it. Like a peach? Peach. Things okay. with stones so, in the middle. Some kind of stone in the middle? Rocks. There's like rocks. rocks. Rock fruit. Uh, brewed with coriander, dry hopped, good for any adventure. Done. I bet it's um, a dry this, hopping. This would be a delicious beer to take on a river trip. Or to sip whilst looking out over the murder you've caused in a swamp. Oh, yeah. I could totally I would see a little that. tiny old woman like sipping this beer and be like, ah, yeah. take them all with me. Or to sneak into a haunted library bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Or to do that in Green River as as one does when they're in the yeah, river. This is a companion to backyards, backwoods, and balconies alike. This Belgian-style table beer packs an array of yeah all of the fruits. Good for any adventure. It is good for any adventure. It's legitimately delicious, and you should drink it. If you're li- if you live in the main area, goodness gracious, are you lucky? Also, <laughs> Allagash kind of doesn't make a bad beer. So no, I don't think I've ever had a bad Allagash. That is correct. I can't think of one I don't like. We have another yeah. one coming up. Oh, I know. My cup runneth over with beer. <laughs> with delicious Allagash beer. Yes. Good job, Allagash. We Sweet. make a good beer. Yeah. Well, this is the part of the show where your old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Guess what I like? What I like rocks. <laughs> I like rocks. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, I also like like munching swamps. Those are delicious. I, I love uh, a good library where you can look, where you can discover your kick and crank it. <laughs> yeah. I love dinosaurs. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. You um, drew a dinosaur. I love ghosts that take you on scavenger hunts to find your own grave. But if there's one thing I love more than anything, it is psychopathic hoodoo priestesses. Vanessa wins. Yay! That shit kicked ass. That was the best. Yeah. Fucking Angel, I was like, it's not a river, but it's a really good story and it's about water. I'm gonna do it anyway. Good yeah, enough. I, I mean, do what I want. At that this point, we just do what Take we want. It. We do what you want. Yeah. We do what we want. And what we want you to do is come back next week. Yeah, man. We're gonna be here. We're gonna talk about more stuff, ghosts or not. We I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Whatever that means to us. That's right. That's right. So come back and find out what it means to us. And there'll be some booze. And there'll definitely be bros. <laughs> Until then, cheers! Cheers! Oh, beautiful. Tinkies. It's killing out here. <laughs>